Chinese New Year 2022 means the start of the year of the tiger. And this year we invite Chao Chen Liu and Garbo Wen to hear from them how they celebrate the Chinese New Year. And on Radio for Brainpot it sounded like this. Design, lifestyle, technology and innovation. More on podcasts for Brainport. Quite some heavy music to start off this hour on radio for Brainport, a band that is terribly popular. But in which country? Well, you were listening to some Chinese songs. Zhao Chen, Liu and Gabo Wen, welcome to tonight's program on Radio for Brainport. Just one week to go and then it's the Chinese New Year. Before we start talking about that, let's talk about the lockdown in the Netherlands. We can almost say that the lockdown is over, so you can celebrate the Chinese New Year with your local friends here in a better way than would otherwise be possible. Are you following the news? Yes, we did. Actually, this will be a really good news for us because in this in this way we can go out with friends and maybe have some nice dinner and celebrate or whatever. Would be good. Would be great. Because it is very much the moment to celebrate, to see your family, um, and and it's it's I guess a more important moment of the year than the new year on the first of January for the Western world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, because. Um Especially uh, in, when we were in China, the, the the normal New Year, normally we don't have holidays. But in for Chinese New Year, we have long holidays. Even when we're in school, we have a whole month. So that's exactly the festival what we're really looking forward. <laughs> Before we're going to talk about that, first some uh, information about the Omicron spread. There were counted 54,000 infections in the Netherlands, but that is by far not the real number of number of infections per day because there is a huge backlog in administering these. What we do know is that since the start of the pandemic, 4 million people in the Netherlands got infected. Well, I must say that slightly different. There were 4 million infections recorded, so multiple people, many people may have had it multiple times. Um, And although the infections are on the rise, the number of hospitalizations initially declined, but is now also taking up. So we could say Delta is over, Omicron is coming to town. Nonetheless, the government takes the risk of relaxing the restrictions initially for six weeks, but after three weeks there will be a reconsideration about whether we are on track. What does it mean? Well, restaurants and pubs will go open until 10 in the the evening, but you have to show a negative test. You have to show that you have been vaccinated or that you have been recovered. You can go to a museum. There are changes in the quarantine rules, so many things are changing. And of course, we are preparing then also for going out. Um, We hear that pubs get many reservations, but possibly also for the Chinese New Year. It will be, uh, according to the lunar calendar, the year of the tiger. Uh, And you have in the background, for those of you who can see a video, Um, I see two ears, large ears, but there is a tiger image behind you. Um, That's also key to the Chinese New Year, the Zodiac. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. And what I've heard before is there was a competition organized and then the tiger got third, although I could imagine that the tiger would be first. Indeed. Actually, uh, there's a little bit trick uh, in this story. So, so... 
once upon a time in ancient China, uh, there is a competition saying that all animals is gonna uh, try to be the uh, try to uh, line up. Yeah. So the order determines uh, which place they are in order to determine which year like following in round and round in the future. They had so, to come to the party of the emperor and then there were stories that initially the ox was first, which yes. is a bit surprising to me because the ox to me is a slow but very steady animal. And of course the cunning rat that in the end one. But actually ox is a symbol like in, uh, among Chinese person of hardworking. So you can imagine it gets up really early, so it will be the first one. Mm -hmm. But the rat did a little bit trick. He climbed on the uh, the uh, ox's uh, back, so he became, became the first one. And there's also a rumor saying that uh, previously uh, rats and cats are pretty good friends, but the rats want to be the first, be in the first place. So he didn't tell the cat there is a competition. Mm -hmm. So later on, cats find out, and then they become enemies. So you can always see like cats hunting down rats everywhere so that would be the start there is a bit this uh, interpretation this impression in the western world that a rat is um let's say not 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 always very honest he, he tries to win but a bit in a cheating way and 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 once i asked a chinese person whether that was also the way it was looked upon in in in, in the chinese uh, in the Chinese culture, and he really disagreed with that. Maybe he was a rat from the rat year himself, or maybe not. Gawa, what do you think? Is is this character still um, part of the culture? Is it important whether you are an ox or a rat or a tiger? Uh, actually, this part is more uh, awake during the year past because now young people are more found in the sterilization. So the Scorpio or the like that instead of the uh, animals, especially every year we have. A, but people always say that if you have the animal with monkey, you may be more smart or if you ox, you are more hardworking. So uh, that's also kind of best wishes. But uh, uh, actually, our young generation, we just take it like a symbol and we barely linked ourselves with uh, uh, these animal characters. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Last year in our program, we had someone say, well, when I got a bo boyfriend and got home, I had to explain to my parents that uh, being of, let's say, the wrong combination of characters from the Zodiac ring is not really a problem to get a good uh, good marriage. Is, is that from the old culture or is that yeah, very typical yeah. from certain regions? Yeah, yeah. We also have this saying because my, uh, my animal is a sheep. And uh, uh, short-range animal is ox. Actually, in our con in our city, we will see that both of you you eat grass and uh, you will grab each other's grass and you will not get along with each other. <laughs> <laughs> but I just take it as a joke, yes. And also, uh, for example, I born in November, but my animal is sheep. This, the, the old people, they will say, oh, on November it's too cold and the sheep can't take enough food. So your whole life may be not that happy, will be mercenary because you're born in November. But <laughs> yeah, but it's all old saying and have a lot of these things. For example, if you uh, have a chicken and a dog together as couple, you two will not get along with each other because these two animals, they always fall off chaos and always have the mess up everything. But 
it's all very cute story, but I think our generation would barely believe that. <laughs> so it is a good conversation starter if you meet yeah, someone yeah. to ask uh, what animal character that person is. Although it is not done in the Western world to ask a girl about her age. And yeah, asking yeah. about the zodiac ring is, well, within 12 years, you know the age then. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> could be. <laughs> So it is uh, something to debate about. Now I see a tiger behind uh, Chao Chen. I see another symbol behind you, which is more a coin. And, and the Chinese New Year is very much also about prosperity and good health, good wealth, not only good health. Yes, yes. Chinese people really like to wish everyone not only health, but wealth is most important. <laughs> And we always have this one. Uh, even we have a special uh, wall decoration for the uh, new year. We always will attach some special coins to show to bring the wealth. And um, I feel like uh, the if we, everyone wish each other wealth, and we really will achieve it. <laughs> so f I think barely since I came to Europe, I barely see that people will wish each other please be wealth. But actually in China, it's really popular and no one can reject it. <laughs> just accept everything. Uh -huh. So in Holland, you have just to talk about the weather all the time. In China, you just say, I hope you get, uh, get wealthy. Uh, giving each other presents is also part of the New Year's tradition. Or is that only inside families for parents to children? I think inside family, instead of giving present, we just give cash. <laughs> we, we call it uh, which means, uh, especially to the younger generation, usually from the elders to the younger generation. So they give the ch children some cash, saying that this money can keep you young forever and you will never grow up. But, but normally this cash will be taken away from by parents. So yeah, but we but we work for that, right? We 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 just not stand there and please give us money like that. We must do at least in my family. I we must think about all the good sentences and you should wish your grandpa a good health. You wish your aunt or uncle have a good wealth. Even we should uh, our uh, with our knee on the ground to have to have this for three times then later we will say please give us lucky money <laughs> <laughs> lucky money but if it helps helps you to live forever i can imagine yeah. that you're not allowed to spend it because if you spend it that brings misfortune or, or is that not related to it i think that, parents yeah. spend it <laughs> <laughs> The reason parents spend it because we are both children to get this money. So of course they will not allow us to keep it because we can't control it. But actually, of course we are allowed to spend it during the uh, New Year holiday. Normally my parents will, if I got maybe one thousand, my parents will only give me one hundred, and uh, others they will save it for me. And the one hundred I can buy some candy or some other stuff. So of course we can spend it. Mm -hmm. And then it's one hundred and the uh, rambini the. Uh... Chinese currency. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Chinese these currency. amounts in euros would be quite large, but yeah. for 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 a children. children. Yeah. Uh, tell us a bit more about how you celebrate it, because it's not just one New Year's Eve and then New Year's Day. It's a much longer period, right? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Sure, sure. yeah I, I suffer. So I'm from uh, northern uh, China. 
uh, in my hometown, the first priority in China uh, in Spring Festival will be uh, uh, eating. So that's the major thing. So before uh, the Spring Festival, uh, usually, oh, today is actually the small Spring Festival. So we start to prepare for every food from this day, and we fry we fry the things and we cook everything. So uh, at the day of Spring Festival, we just put them on the table and then. The whole family gather around and eating, drinking, uh, uh, just speaking, uh, chatting, and watch some uh, TV shows. That's basically all about it. Mm. And then after the day of Spring Fest, uh, the Chinese New Year, we went to visit our relatives. Uh, usually we just uh, give our best wishes and wish them happy and healthy, of course, wealthy, and then wish them can give us some uh some small caches <laughs> that's that's all yeah, yeah. yeah so i thought it was two weeks but you're basically telling me it is also the week before three weeks in total so oh, one yeah. week to preparing and the whole holiday will be two weeks actually for my uh, case i'm a little bit special because my parents my father is from the uh, south of the province. My mother is from north of province. And uh, normally, if I want to transport between uh, my father's side, grandpa, grandma, to mother's side, grandpa, grandma, need to 12 hours train. So there's traditional that the first day of the year, you must eat at the father's parents' place. And the second day, then you are allowed to the mother's parents' place. So actually, I, I feel like the every year I was spent on the tray because after the uh, first year of the year, I should take 12 hours tray, rush to my mother's parents' place and we celebrate. And uh, the, by the end of the year, which is the 15th of the January, we will have an another festival. So we should gather together and also eat uh, uh, rice bowl. Yes, yes. To show that's the end of the year and also wish everyone and happy and wealth and it's gathered again. So during the uh, two weeks, people may be visiting relatives, but by the end of the uh, uh, weekends, we still need to gather again. So it's kind of gathered start and gathered end. Yeah. Families live quite far apart in China. In China you just gave the example of so many hours by, uh, by train. I was also amazed at you as a couple. One lives in Eindhoven, the other one in Rotterdam, but you still see each other frequently. For Chinese situations, that's close by Rotterdam and Eindhoven. Actually, I think take uh, Gabo's parents, for example. I think the distance between the father's side and the mother's side is like Horningen to Eindhoven, right? Maybe. Mm? No, to it's it's from uh, from Netherlands to uh, to let me think Spain. Oh, well, that's a long distance. <laughs> the, the Netherlands isn't that large. Eh? That is something you could do by a couple of hours in the train. Spain is a lot longer indeed. But those are indeed huge distances, and all of China travels with all the risks of COVID uh, spreading. So it must have been different last years. It will certainly be also different this year. You may have even wanted to to visit China, but there may be a lot of difficulties with that. How is it in, in COVID times? Gabo, you go first. <laughs> yeah. so for me, uh, I came 
I came to Netherlands uh, two and a half years ago, which is uh, 2019, and I uh, haven't get back to China ever since. So you can imagine how tough things are when it comes to the pandemic. So if you want to get back to China these days, we have to pay for the crazy expensive uh, plane tickets, and we have to quarantine ourselves in the hotels for at least 14 days. Now I think it's 14 plus seven plus seven days. So we need to spend 28 days in a hotel and you had to pay for this. So it costs a lot of money, costs a lot of time, uh, which means uh, it's better not for me to come back to China at this time, mm-hmm. which is pretty tough for me and my family because we really miss each other. Yeah. yeah, and we also worried that we bring the dangers back to the uh, our hometown because although in Netherlands we are safe because I barely go out and work at home, but you're not sure that during the airplane journey who you stay with. So yeah, it's kind of, uh, I don't want to put my family in danger, so that's why I just keep waiting. I can imagine that uh, your friends and family in China consider the Netherlands as a dangerous country in terms of COVID because the kind of lockdowns and restrictions are certainly not as tough as they are executed in China. Uh, And in Holland, everyone has his own opinion and can have his own opinion. So many people are not vaccinated, can still walk around. Uh, How is that being looked upon? Do they say, please stay in the Netherlands because you will just infect us in in China? Do they feel comfortable with you being here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I will start first because I think the China and the Netherlands, they totally took the different policy to do that because China, they want to make it zero effective. So that's why uh, I my parents also can't imagine because in China, they, they thought everyone should be zero effective. But in Netherlands that we already have a lot of friends and uh, uh, colleagues in infected and uh, for sure they are worried. But actually, but and they also already see the two years past. I'm still healthy. I didn't get affected. Although the environment like this, but we always can find a good way to protect ourselves and uh, to, for example, take the booster on time. I already have the booster, so three vaccinations inside of me. So uh, I'm I'm not that too worried about this thing. So I also I tell my parents the same thing. It's different policy. So maybe from your point of view, you think it should be zero, zero then it's safe. But from my point of view in Netherlands, I can take the vaccination on time and I always protect myself. Everyone uh, follows the rule to take the mask. So that will be, yeah, for me, I feel safe. There is a moment that any country needs to start to live with COVID. There will be always some kind of variant of that disease being present and you have to come out of it. We hear uh, some directions of this already in the Western part of Europe. In Spain, there is a special word to fluify COVID. It's becoming yeah. more like a, a disease that, that that can happen, but it is not as severe as the earlier variants without vaccination. I can imagine that now, if you think about how things will be going in China, that China will be more difficult to go through that phase. Or do you think that that will happen naturally? Mm, I think we also, finally, also will also do the fluence, that one, because actually China always actively to uh creative the medicine for this uh for for this one so and also i heard that for the uh, uh olympic uh, uh winter olympic china already reduced the quarantine time from 14 to 7 days uh, to, from 14 days to 7 days for the uh, athletes so i think it's a good sign that 
they China start to okay release the quarantine days, and in the future, if we have some medicine, so I think China will not fear to get make let people affected. But we always have medicine. But um, uh, actually, I'm also curious about how it could be because it's totally two opposite side. Because we want to get the everyone make it uh, maybe affected to get protected, but China is zero affected. I'm also curious how it will be in the future because mm -hmm. uh, maybe the quarantine will last for the lifelong. Yeah. I lived for some time in California, being Dutch, and uh, of course I was prepared for a culture shock going to another country. What I noticed is that when you come back, you even have a much more severe culture shock because you yourself change, you don't, don't notice it. You go back to your own country, which is different to you then. You recognize that? I see you nodding, Chao Chen. Yeah, I uh, never get back to China since I get here. But <laughs> I always have video call with my parents. And somehow I find out that I'm actually changing because I'm staying in this environment, in this culture. And the way I think or the way I feel actually changes. And sometimes my parents get surprised. Like, oh, now you think it's like this way, which is, um, which is different. Which, which is a very nice political way of saying, oh, you have been spoiled or... <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not like that. Um, I yeah. mean, yeah, I, f I feel like it's part of the self-development or part of my uh, progress. Like you see things and compare things between what happens here and what happens back in China. You have a better uh, overview mm -hmm. of how things is going on. Uh, so I think it's a good thing. Um, yeah. Garbo, comments on that? Yeah, yeah, for me, maybe, yeah, it's a very good example because I already live in Netherlands for seven years. Actually, the most, uh, there's some uh, milestone that I can feel that. For example, the first time I come to Netherlands and back to China is after one year. So I feel like, okay, uh, Europe have this, Europe has this, and um, ah, when I back to my home, I feel like ah, it's so less developed or something. But actually, after several times I uh, back China from Europe, Europe, it's kind of changing. So uh, my my uh, version is more and more big. So previously, maybe I my version is only focused on China, then focus on Netherlands, and after live abroad for a long time, I more focus on the whole page. So I'm more like the gold, god uh, witness to see everything. And uh, I admit that there is a bad, uh, bad um, not very good thing in China, but I also find out every country have same problems. So I'm like more critical thinking now. So, mm -hmm. and I accept that China is in develop, developing. And I also accept that we're still far way to go. And I also found out maybe Europe some part, for example, in commercial, uh, e-commercial compared with the, uh, in China is less developed. So I'm become more, how to say, uh, critical thinking. So I'm not, I think that's a big, uh, biggest change for me. Yeah. yeah. What, what field are you working in, Garbo? Oh, I'm working in uh, a uh, forwarder industry. I'm not sure, do you know Kununago? So we transport uh, container and we do also air contract logistics. Our company have the, actually my work is like, you should communicate with the people from around the world every day because yeah. different lands from America, uh, China. So yeah, Which that's Which is my... also very international oriented. Hey, yes. 